Scene podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as long as five seconds ever. I'm John Popko from uh, Time Share My Communications with Rock 107 ESPN and Alt 92.1. Tonight we're here uh, with uh, North Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic friends Chelsea Rixner and Alex McNamara. So uh, we're here, obviously, to talk about uh, the Philharmonic, which uh, you, you may have read in, in local media that, uh, that it's done and gone away, but that is not true. We're here to dispel all those rumors and everything tonight. Uh, so we're not only going to talk about uh, the orchestras uh, suspending their uh, season, uh, but finding funding for the arts, uh, making classical and orchestral music uh, relevant to uh, younger audiences. Uh, music education, uh, the future of the Philharmonic, and much more. So if uh, you're interested in any of those topics, if you have any questions for us or our guests, uh, please leave them down below and uh, we'll answer those uh, questions and comments live. So uh, please participate. Uh, the show is so much better when we hear from you guys. So uh, please let us know uh, what you think uh, kind of as we go along. So uh, now before we get to the interview, uh, we have uh, some beers to drink from uh, Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre. We do, and I want to start off by, uh, so Beer Boys is bringing back their award-winning happy hour, which is uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday from 9 to 11, and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 12. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. That's pretty exciting. It's, it's packed down there already. Oh, it's, I know. It's, it's already crazy. I so. got there at like 6.20, and it's already like there's not a seat in the bar yet. <laughs> so uh, what, what uh, beers do we have on tap today? So we have uh, one from Thomas Creek. It's called Monkey Barrel Stout. Mm -hmm. uh, Pizza Boy Trodak Sour Ale. We'll save that for Brittany if she decides to show up. <laughs> and uh, Summit Keller Pills. Right. And you don't drink beer. I'm, I'm giving it a try tonight. Okay. Perhaps just for Just us. for okay. you guys. Okay. We appreciate that. That's yeah. what I like to hear. So uh, let's start with the good one. All right. We can't, we can't drink the sour one because we're no. going to save that entire. Brittany will cry about it the whole time. We're going to save that entire beer for her. <laughs> Where is she anyways? Oh, she, you know, she was uh, shooting a newborn, uh, which started at four, and it is apparently still going on so you know how that is shooting <laughs> yeah, yeah actually just, yeah, just, uh, just well it started out yeah, murders, uh, she was yeah. uh, you know photographing but then it wouldn't cooperate so she just, she just shot, she the shot it again gotta yeah. get some still shots somehow yeah yeah absolutely you know, hopefully that's... my newborn will be better than that <laughs> we're uh, actually i got a date the date is uh december 26th Mm, very nice. Thank you. If he if he doesn't come sooner on his own, he'll yeah. be uh, here on or you know the next day, whenever. So, in other words, he's going to be one of those people that only gets presents once a year. Yeah, he's screwed. Right. So. Right. I win. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I give you a spit. Is that good? Perfect. All right. See, these are different cups. So, so I'm not really good at judging the. Uh, Judging the amount here. It looks like a uh, motor oil. It does. It, it, looks, <laughs> it does. But it looks it looks like it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, probably. And, uh, okay, I can drink that. 
See, right? Like right? Isn't yeah. that amazing? So you're probably beer milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're probably one of those people who had a bad experience like years ago in college. No, oh no, I do an annual taste test of okay. different beers just to just to just to make sure you don't like it. I, I want to yeah. like it. I right. want to. It's convenient. And it's so much less expensive than like straight alcohol. Yeah. So you know this. I'll, I'll need to figure. What was this one again? This is the stout. Yes, this is the Thomas Creek Monkey Barrel Stout. It's, Thank you, beer boys, yes. for this beer. It is the first beer I've actually drank and liked in my entire life. Wow. So you heard it here a, first. Wow. That is a strong endorsement. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, beer, boy, beer boys. You beer boys. You, liked, you just didn't know you liked a stout. I, I just didn't, no. Very North good. Washington yeah. Street, Wilkes-Barre. And the great thing about them, too, is you can try so much, too. They'll let you sample yeah. things and things like that. So, yeah. you know, if you're one of those people that will try to narrow down, like, okay, what kind of things do you like? Right. Well, you know, what are your tastes, that sort of thing. And they'll find you the right beer. Yeah. You know? uh, so you, you picked well. Did you tell them how many beers on tap? 72. 72. Wow. <laughs> Good deal. We have to always mention that. Uh, so we also want to give out a uh, shout-out to uh, one of our other sponsors, The Keys in downtown Scranton. Uh, their open mic is on Thursday. Uh, this Saturday is uh, Das Black Milk and uh, Girls Galore for a night of uh, festive indie rock. So if you're an indie rock fan, you should definitely be there. Uh, they also completely saved our asses this weekend. Uh, I will tell that story at the end of the show. So if you're interested in... What happened to uh, the NEPA Scene Fest at uh, the Backyard Ale House that ended up becoming the NEPA Scene Fest at the Keys? <laughs> uh, so that, that's a whole crazy story in itself. Uh, I'll definitely tell that at the end of the show. But we we want to get to our, our guests and, and, and their stuff first. Uh, our newest sponsor is uh, the V Spot uh, in Scranton, which uh, I can't say enough nice things about those guys. Um, they're uh, one of the biggest and most popular bars in Northeast PA, so they probably don't need any introduction from me. Uh, but they have live entertainment every night of the week. Uh, this week they have uh, Angelina on uh, Thursday, uh, Mountain Sky Orchestra on Friday, uh, London Force's final show ever on Saturday, So, uh, which is a big bummer if you know anything about London Force. They're an amazing party band. Um, to, to call them a cover band would just be a complete disservice to what they do. Um, they definitely elevate everything that they do. Uh, they, they do a lot of alternative rock covers, things you don't normally hear, but things you, you'll, you'll know from the radio, things you would know from, say, like Alt-92.1 and things like that, but you wouldn't typically hear uh, cover bands on a Friday or Saturday night do. But, I mean, they've been around since 2011. Uh, great, great band. Uh, we do have an article about that on the site if you want to learn more. So if you go to our front page, you'll uh, learn more about that. But sad to see those guys go. So if you're, you're going anywhere uh, this Saturday, uh, you should definitely check them out if you want to uh, drink in, uh, and party and, and dance. So, uh, and karaoke with uh, DJ Huff is on Sunday. So, and, of course, this Tuesday is uh, the NEPA Scene's uh, Rising Talent Final, show, final Showcase. So uh, it's a mouthful, but uh, there's 13 original acts, uh, musicians and comedians. It's going to be a great time. Uh, it's $8 in advance, so uh, please get your tickets. Uh, we actually have them printed out here. Uh, you can see uh, the artists. You can see me. Uh, you can message me. You can email me, whatever. I will get them to you uh, if need be. I saw that. <laughs> My time is not valuable. 
But uh, so, so thank you to Vinny uh, for becoming our newest sponsor. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with them. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have Vinny on the show at some point. We've been talking about it for a while. Uh, so now we're definitely going to have to have him on. So that, 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 that'll be an interesting one. Now, I've, sure. I've not been to one yet, but I heard this was probably the best one yet, like the best series. I, I think so. I would I would say. Uh, I mean, definitely the biggest crowds we've ever had in the three years that we've been running live events. Uh, definitely the most interesting and diverse uh, uh, crowds of people who are showing up to play. Um, we had a little bit of everything this season. Uh, we not only had you know music and comedy, but we had poetry. We had sort of. Uh, performance art. We had uh, live hula hooping, <laughs> of all things. Like just a, a, a crazy amount of talent. Really, really cool stuff. And some very interesting and original acts ended up making it into the finals. So uh, you really don't want to miss that. It's and it, we will not be live streaming it. So you can't cheat and just tune into our Facebook and watch the whole thing on there. You have to be there to see it. Damn it. <laughs> and I would imagine that it has to do with the growth of NEPA scene, but also the venue. Yeah, oh, it absolutely has to do yeah. with the venue. Uh, I, the venue. I, the, the V-Spot was a great spot for it. It was funny because when we started there, uh, they were, like, uh, Vinny was all about it. Vinny knew what we were getting, what he was getting into and, and, and really wanted to do it and support it. And uh, some of the bartenders uh, were like, I don't know if this is the right fit. Like, this is going to be weird for us. It's something we've never done before and that kind of thing. And, you know, by the first, uh, you know, two, uh, two, two nights or so, they were like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so glad we did this. You know, they look forward to it now. They're, they're thrilled to have it. And they're sad to see it go for the season because we're not going to be back until sometime next year. So uh, you'll have to go to the finals and find out. We're going to make our announcement there uh, when and if we're going to be back. So uh, please stay tuned. Please come down to uh, the B-Spot this Tuesday because our fundraiser was a little bit of a bust because of the snow. So it would be really great to see some of those people who didn't make it out to that uh, come to this this Tuesday because the door money goes right to any PA scene. So we would really appreciate it if you guys came. Um, and then finally, uh, Loyalty Barbershop and Shave Parlor is a sponsor as well. Um, they have locations in Scranton, Archibald, and uh, a new one in Wilkes-Barre, uh, which is on uh, South Main Street where the old uh, Cafe Metro was. So if you miss the old Cafe Metro, <laughs> they still have pieces of the Metro. Still uh, grungy. Still there. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Good. it's nice and cleaned up. Uh, but there, Just they, no they, hardcore music. There's, 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 there's only so far you can clean that up. They, they yeah. saved the uh, pieces of the wall with oh all the, the writing and stuff I on it. I spent so much time there. I yeah. mean, like, you might not believe it, but I spent a lot yeah. of time there in high school. So, I can't believe it's not, well, I can believe it's not there, yeah. but I'm yeah. glad that they uh, left a little homage. That's good. Yeah, yeah, there's still little bits and pieces yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, that Wilkes-Barre hardcore scene. You gotta, yeah. I know, right? Gotta keep it in good Represent. shape. Represent. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and book your appointments now at Loyalty Barbershop in Scranton, Archibald and Wilkes-Barre. Especially for the holiday season. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. insane. They already have crazy lines as it is a lot of the yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, so so. Do, do not wait. You can book online. But uh, all right. So we, we want to get into uh, the Philharmonic. But before we do that, uh, we would just like to talk about uh, you two ladies for a couple minutes. Uh, what, uh, now, now, you guys are not in the actual orchestra themselves, just to make that clear for everybody who's That's listening. Correct. You guys are not playing in, in the orchestra. No. no. So uh, tell us what you do do. We're both board members. Yes. Um, Chelsea has been on the board for four years. I'm a really recent board member, um, but actually when I moved back here from New York, Chelsea was one of the first friends 
I met and kind of roped me into this, and um, it's been just such a pleasure to to meet so many great yeah. people through the board and go, you know, attend so many great performances, and it's a very strong, close-knit group of people. Yeah, sure. yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So we're both on the board, and then I'm actually the treasurer of the board as well. Mm. So, and yeah. So I've been on the board for four years now, which is, or I'm, yeah, I'm going into my fourth season. Um, and then Alex is just going into her like one and a half. My, my <laughs> first season, my first like my second seat. month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, we've been on it for our, a, a minute, but I've been involved as a. Right. We used to have something called the Friends of the Philharmonic, right. which was sort of a younger group, and we would have fundraisers right. and try to get like a little bit of a younger crowd out. And that was good, but it was a really big time commitment, and mm. it was basically like Alex and me running it and we both also have jobs and other nonprofits that we're involved in right. and it was just there are only so many things you can do at one time sure. and we sort of had to pool our resources and realize that maybe um, being on the board and reaching out to a younger crowd that way would be a better t use of our time. Definitely more effective yes. for sure like just to yes. put your time and energy actually you know on the the official right. board, and then, you know, do outreach. From right, there. just because at the time being, we just didn't have the resources to expand it more into, you know, sort of a young person's auxiliary or young professional's auxiliary. So, yeah, so I've been on the board for four years, but Alex has also been very involved for, like, the past five. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your interest in the Philharmonic? Why, why did you feel it was important to uh, participate in, in that part of it? Um, I grew up with music. I grew up singing with the Choral Society of Northeastern Pennsylvania from the time that I was in sixth grade. So I was always passionate about music and about classical music and about the requiems and <laughs> all those things. Um, and then even through college, I stayed very involved in the arts. I actually worked as a set builder all through college for the, for the theater department. Um, and when I lived in Philadelphia... I would find myself on Sundays going to like the final performance of the Philadelphia Symphony or something of that sort. So it was always just a passion. And when I moved back to this area, um, Sally Bolin actually cornered me and <laughs> said, you know, I'd, I'd really like to talk to you about a project. And I sat down with Sally and Sandra Myers, who are long-term, long-time supporters of the Philharmonic and just incredible activists in our community. And they said, we really think you should be involved in this. And I don't know anyone who can say no to those two women. <laughs> um, so that that sort of started my involvement. And I know that Sally also cornered you yeah. and wrangled you in through your, yeah. Through, through my mother. Yeah. Um, she was she was with my mother and she was like, so your daughter just moved back from New York City. What is she What is she doing with her free time? Right. <laughs> and then well, all of a sudden I met Chelsea. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. And you also have a very strong arts background. Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up very similar to Chelsea, you know, with a lot of music in my life and, um, you know, going to, I, I love the opera. I love going to the opera, Lincoln Center, um, you know, and just I've always loved chamber music, um, you know, Working in college, I worked for a couple that really introduced me to chamber music, and I used to go to concerts with them, and that was always really lovely. And it's just, it's always been a passion of mine. I'm, you know, my talents definitely lie in visual arts. I'm completely inept when it comes to any sort of musical talent, but it makes me a great appreciator. <laughs> so um, that's really where my love comes from. And also, I just really believe in the, you know, the perpetuation and the continuance of arts and culture in our area. So anything I can do to help and aid, you know, aid in the in that, um, I feel really strongly about. 
Now, was this? Uh, what do you? Th why do you think that the Philharmonic in itself is so important? Uh, uh, not not to say above other arts, but to say that why is it? Why does it need to be part of the community? Why does it need to stick around? This, I mean, yeah. why doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's um, it provides such a great cross section of um, arts and culture and for people of diverse backgrounds. And, you know, some people might be saying diverse backgrounds going to the Philharmonic. You have to be kidding me. But, um, you know, in preparing to do this, Alex and I talked a lot about some of the outreach programs that we do. And we have one program in particular that we did with, um, with a group down in Hazleton where we took... Um, you know, young adults who they had been kicked out of high school, they had been kicked out of GED programs. This was basically like their last shot. Mm. And we introduced them to the Philharmonic, and they um, were only supposed to come to one concert. Mm. And they said, you know, could we actually come to every concert? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, music is music. It's something that everyone can feel in their soul. Yeah, you don't really have to have any knowledge to be able to, about music, to really feel music, which is different than something like abstract art. I mean, it can evoke an emotion, but you might be able to much better understand it if you have the, you know, the, the educational background and all the theory and critical knowledge. But with music, it's so, it's such a universal language. And I also think that, you know, being, you know, like Philadelphia, New York, you know, like all these, all these cities, Boston, you know, they have a Philharmonic. And it's like, you know, we're actually a really great city here in Scranton and in Wilkes-Barre, mm -hmm. and why not? Why wouldn't we have a Philharmonic, you know? I mean, I think that it's absolutely something our area is deserving of and that we have the certainly the capacity to appreciate, mm -hmm. and um, I think that there's definitely a need for that level of uh, cultural education and experience. So, um, yeah, like, let's, let's give ourselves yeah. that because we deserve it. And not only that, you know, um, like, it's $15 for students to, to go to a full concert, you know, so it's it's a very affordable, it's very accessible. accessible program also. Mm -hmm. um, and for people who don't know a lot about the music, or maybe they do know a lot about the music and they're really excited about it, I mean, there are people in our community who they might, you know, be working, you know, their 9 to 5 job and whatnot, but they may have also studied violin for 12 years. You know, so it's not just people who are in the arts who care about the arts. So it's important that's available to everyone. Right. Um, would this be a good time for the wine? Please. Okay. <laughs> I felt like you were trying to set me up for it, and I really wasn't sure when to go into it. Okay. No, so, no, I, I'm, I'm a bad wing woman. I didn't go well for it. Just, um, so we were talking a little bit earlier. Right. Um, you know, speaking of things that everyone can appreciate, and maybe right. it, it's not so obvious to you. You know, who's who's the music appreciator? But it's sort mm -hmm. of like how everyone can appreciate wine. Right. So thank, <laughs> there we go. You all hate, right. You hate beer. I hate wine. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So all, all right. All right. Really. So, so okay. we can. So you just have to find how do you the feel right about chamber just, music. Right. Right. I don't know that either. Exactly. So you haven't had it yet. How do you know if you don't like it if you haven't had it yet? I've had wine. I try every every I, wine that my I've wife. I've tried a lot of beer. Used to drink and look at tonight. Tonight's the so, night. Yeah. I, so. Every time I drink wine, it tastes the same. Oh. But, so but, so, <laughs> but so here's don't the, kill her metaphor. Yeah. Right? So here, sorry, sorry. So here's the thing. Wine is is like this um, very accessible thing that you know everyone from like college kids in their dorms drinking out of a box of Francia to <laughs> sommeliers who have been studying the craft of wine their whole lives. 
they all want wine in their lives for some reason. It might be for different reasons, but it all ha- but it still has a place in their lives. And you don't have that first or fifth or tenth glass of wine and automatically say, well, you know, I know so much about wine. I really appreciate wine now. I totally get it. You know, sometimes it takes honing. Sometimes it takes trying a few different things. Sometimes it takes saying, you know, I'm going to figure out why people are crazy about California wine because I don't get it. Or saying, you know what, I am crazy about California wine, so now I'm going to do everything I can to learn everything about California wine. You know, it takes time to build an appreciation, but that doesn't mean that you can't just walk in and order something off the menu and appreciate either. You know, so you can build a deeper appreciation of it, but there's no expectation that the first time you hear a piece of music, you're going to know, you know, where Dvorak was in his time period, what he was thinking about when he was composing a certain piece. But if you get really into his compositions, then you'll learn about, oh, wow, you know, that piece was really about this, and now I appreciate that much more. You liked it before, but you can build an appreciation for it. And not only that, I mean, there are people who are season ticket holders to the Philharmonic who hate jazz music. Mm -hmm. Hate it. We did a Louis Armstrong concert, I think, three seasons ago. And there were people there like, jazz? Really? Like, that's the kind of rubbish we're playing now? And then we had other people from the community saying, oh my gosh, the Philharmonic is finally playing something that's relevant to me. Mm. You know, so we have a lot out there. And um, the other thing is that, you know, Philharmonics, um, so Alan Gilbert, who has been the long esteemed uh, musical director of the New York City uh, Philharmonic, is finally leaving. Um, And both of his parents played for, for the symphony and all this as professional musicians. And one thing that he said, um, was that orchestras across the country, this is nothing special to the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic. Every orchestra across the country has the same problem. You need to find the fine line between new music to stay vibrant and traditional music to stay financially solvent. So where do you strike that? And that sort of strings back. Right. I mean, we did with with our last show of the season right um, our, our last big show our of the last season. big show of the season yeah right um you know larry's last show right that's why you know i always right. think it was the last show because it was larry's last right. show um but which I was mean, amazing it was amazing and yeah. it was sold out and um right exactly so it was the music of john williams yeah. all of star wars yeah and it was you know that's something that people can like you know that just hits on so many chords you know, right that's so relevant yet so um, artistic, very artistic, right. and really profound, right? Um, and changed a culture, right? So, I mean, you know, that's a brilliant. Like, if we could just strike that all the time, but you can't. But that's why, you know, that kind of concert is sort of like it's it's sort of like what Andy Warhol is to fine art and contemporary, you know, contemporary modern. Right. Art. It's like a gateway drug. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> you like that? You're gonna love this. Right. Like, just come on, right. like, try it. You know, right. like you like it. Right. Like, we, like we've got something for everyone. Yeah, we do. Yeah, right. exactly. Like something for everyone. It's just like you kind of have to just build. You know, like like just try this. Like, right. You're gonna see that. Like, you're not gonna hate it. You might actually right. really love it. And then you know, you kind of open up an entire world of experience right. that maybe you didn't know. Right. Like you, we had you love. We had a harp chamber concert uh, mm-hmm. last that year, was gorgeous. which was 
beautiful. And Alex yeah. and I went together because we were both super excited about this concert. But before you met me, I was talking with a gentleman who was like, yeah, like my wife dragged me here. I really don't even get why the harp is considered like an orchestral piece and why it's doing its own concert. Yeah. And afterwards, he was just said, you know, I'm so happy to be proven wrong. Yeah. A lot of my life consists of that. My, my, <laughs> no, no. Of being wrong? Well, or yes, or yes, wrong? So wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, you know, like, my wife wanted to go to, you know, Maine one, one year for our anniversary, and like, it was 10 hours away of driving, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go, but I went, and it was the best time ever. So she constantly gets me to do stuff that I wouldn't normally do, and that's kind of what, you know, coming into this, I've never seen this performance before. But I probably would enjoy it if I yeah. was if I was you know if I went. Yeah, yeah. You're, so. a, you're an appreciator of music. Yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's really not all that far off. Right. Yeah, and it's like what it's like what you know. I was gonna ask you guys to sell me on on the the, the whole thing because I think people there's a lot of people like me out there who just not mm-hmm. I don't, that's not for me. I don't like that. Right. It just won't go. Right. But if I'm like told about it and and it's and it's kind of like educated to me, I, you know, I'll give it a shot. That's why something like you know that that chamber concert was at WBI was so fantastic mm-hmm. because between each piece, um, what was his name? It's a I can't. He was so brilliant, yeah. but he would explain each piece, and you know, like he really walked the audience. You know, so that's a great studio. It's a very intimate, intimate right. setting. Right, it can and seat eighty-one people. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's perfect. Like that's the perfect time for someone to go who's like, I don't really know about this. So you go, and then you're sort of led through this. Um, you know this concert, and you you learn so much, and it's it's fascinating pretty much across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting to hear about this music and why it was relevant and what story is being told, and or it's so and much more than yeah. just like going and like sitting for an hour of like droning music. Right, it's there's so much more to it, and have that you know having that explained to you is such a great interactive experience. Right. Yeah. and then also just hearing um, also from the musicians, you know how they have connected to the pieces. Because even if you're sitting there saying, well, like, you know, this piece I don't care for, you can understand the time and effort and passion that this person has had to put into becoming a professional musician. You know, just think about it. to learn a piece that's so complex is really an incredible feat. Right, think about it. We at any time can have, you know, over 60 professional musicians up on that stage performing just for the people in our area. That takes so much passion and dedication because our musicians, some are from this area. And even if they are, they're playing for the Philharmonic uh, in New York City or in Philadelphia. Or um, I, I, I was trapped in the airport um, for like 27 hours on Monday, <laughs> Sunday into Monday, there was a lot of crying going on. And as like one of our good friends came to pick me up, I get a text message from one of the violinists who plays in our orchestra. And she said, hey, I saw that you're stuck in the airport. Are you still there? Because like, I'm here now too. Do you want to grab a drink? <laughs> because she was on her way down to play with an orchestra in Florida. You know, they're, but you know, they're, they're not just, oh, you know, it's a second rate orchestra. We have top tier musicians who love coming here. 
and who love playing for us and they love that they get to share their gift with the people here. Yeah. And that's why so many of them are also involved with our mentorship program. Right. Which, yeah. Which is so incredible. Mm-hmm. And you know, even our we recently had a concert um at the Kirby Center for Creative Arts and that mm-hmm. was with Fei Fei Dong and right. she gave an incredible piano recital. I mean absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. But she worked with some students while she was there and did a whole a whole day's workshop with them and to have that experience as a young musician is just something you know if you're a young musician or a young artist or even just a young person you remember those moments of mentorship for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. they do so much to shape you and I think to not have opportunities like that is really doing our community such a disservice mm-hmm. but I mean our our mentorship is fully funded right that won't go anywhere right and it's um, not it's not this mentorship program that like you sign up and you're in it like, we actually have day-long auditions for this. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, these really are... Really prestigious. It's a very prestigious Right, program. and it's for middle school and high school students who, you know, have a passion for this, and they actually get to train with our orchestra members, and at the end of the, at the, end of the, the season, they get to have their own concert. Um, and throughout the year, they might play at, like, little chamber events for with us as well. So... Yeah, it's, they come out to fundraisers. They yeah. get a lot of, you know, crowd exposure. Yeah. It's a really wonderful And experience. it's even just so exciting, like, meeting their parents. Yeah. Because we have scholarships yeah. available for these students also so that if they can't afford the tuition price, it's okay. Like, like if you have the talent and the will to be here, like, we're we'll going make sure to you're we'll here. make sure you're here. Yeah, yeah. And just talking with the students and talking to the parents, I mean, getting to see so many people share the same passion together. Yeah. Like, whether you like Tchaikovsky or not, you can't deny that there's something beautiful about people coming together to just be excited about culture and art and bonding together over that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, today when everyone's just so, you know, everyone's so busy and focused on 10 million things all at the same time. You know, music really forces you more than a movie, more than, you know, any sort of, you know, any other kind of performance art, I think, Mm -hmm. to really focus. Right. Which is, like, such a beautiful, rare thing now. Like, no one, no one does that. Right. No one's just, like, you know, no one just, like, shuts up and (laughs) focuses. Like, everyone's just, like, thinking about a million different things. It's so... I don't know. It's very, very consuming, and there's something very, very sort of magical that happens when you're in... Um, a theater focused yeah. on music. It's yeah. it's sort of enchanting. It's and really cool. Yeah. So to go back to your original question of why do we need the Philharmonic <laughs> in our community, um, you know, as a board, we actually struggled with that question as well when we realized the position that we were in. That we said, you know, well, does the community want us as much as we want to be in the community? Mm-hmm. And we took a look around at, of course, our our mentorship students, but also our sponsors. You know, the Kirby Center, WVIA, Llewellyn McCain, Rock Street Music Productions, Cole Creative, um, Prudential, PMC, Mark's Wyoming Seminary. (laughs) Now I got myself into a tailspin that I don't want to get in trouble for, like, forgetting a sponsor. And I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. All of our loyal sponsors who... When we came out with the fact that we wouldn't be able to financially perform a full season, no one said, well, give me my check back. Right. Right. 
you know? Everyone was like, okay, we're going to see you through this. Right. Because this is something we do want. We right. think that this is something our area deserves, needs, and wants. Right. And they have been so generous. And, you know, now that we're sort of through, you know, the first round of, like, no, we really are doing this, we've had some really great turnout and some really just amazing support from people from lifetime donors to people who came to our last to Larry's last concert saying, you know, I'm sorry that it took me so long to get to you, but mm-hmm. now that I did, I like please stay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's enough of that to prove to the board that right. this is absolutely right. something that we're 100% dedicated to. Right. So when we were going through all of this, we actually had a conversation that said, you know, all right, let's see what happens come October when we have you know, when we wrap up Larry's final concert, let, let's see where we stand financially and in terms of where we are with the community. And we'll, we'll go from there because even our staff, we've got two full-time staff members running all of this. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is looking for volunteer opportunities, <laughs> please call our office. We have got them lined up for yeah. you. Um, but, but, and I mean that in, in all seriousness also, like if anyone needs, yeah, like, like high school students, anyone, right, right, like if you need right, volunteer opportunities, it's a great way to volunteer. Right, absolutely. Um, but, you know, we said come October, we need to make a decision if we're going to be able to keep doing this or if we just have to be out of the game. Sure. Yeah. And by the end of September, we were just like, well, I guess we're still doing this. You, you know, it, it just became apparent even at that point yeah. that, okay, like, come October, we just need to be full full speed ahead. And, I mean, we've done an entire year's worth of programming and events to stay engaged with the community, too. Um, right. And, I mean, and you can find those events on our website, on our Facebook mm-hmm. page, um, you know. I think we try to really get our materials out there, and that's that's such a struggle as a as a nonprofit or a business. I just feel like you know it's never enough. You know, you can come at people from all angles, and people you know yeah. you'll still have a fabulous event, and you know you'll go to like your neighbor, and they'll be like, I don't what like I didn't know that you were doing right. that, but like right. I mean, you do have to have a little bit of an active part in saying like you know what like I do want to support this cause, like that sounds like a cool event, like you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. pursue it and and look for it, right? But, um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, like, we've really been focusing also on doing more with marketing. Um, because So, including Cole Creative has donated so much to us in terms of marketing resources. Their intern, Jess, who is now apparently on her third full-time day. Yeah, she's back there. And, um, she's done an awesome she's job. She's done an amazing <laughs> job for us. Like, truly just, yeah. and that's such a relief for our staff. Yeah. Also, um, and one of the things that we saw as as we realized that we were have that we were really struggling, we said, okay, like we need to turn this around yesterday. And how did we get to this point? And the fact of the matter is that we are our Philharmonic's trajectory is not special. Um, you know, we look at our numbers from two thousand seven to present. And they track with every other orchestra nationwide. Um, and it, it was really amazing, too, to see as I was going through, you know, this deep dive with um, our strategic planning committee of realizing that in the year that we lost the funding to have a full-time marketing person, 
we made no other changes other than dropping our full-time marketing position and our ticket sales went down $100,000 in revenue. Wow. And that was the only change we made. There were no other staffing changes. There were no other programming changes. So marketing really is just like a huge deal. And, you know, Cold Creative has done an amazing job just trying to pick that up for us. Yeah, they've really lifted us up. Yes. And made all the difference in the yeah. world. But, um, fortunately, I mean, I've been in advertising and marketing for 12 years, and I, and I feel like that's the first thing everyone always cuts. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, it's like, so hey, crazy. what's it's, up? Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it's so important. And I'm not saying that because that's how I make my living. But if you don't know about it, how do you expect people to, right. to, to go? And not right. only that, you need someone who can understand your mission and your message mm -hmm. and also understand how to convey that to the public. Because... Sure. Exactly. In a relevant way. And, I mean, no matter what it is. Like, you should really be able to... You know, marketing is is sales, right? I mean, yeah. you should really should be able to sell whatever you've got going on and, you know, marketing is, it's always the first thing to cut and it's right. often like the last thing to be replaced. Right. And so, you know, in that gap, you know, everyone thinks that you're going along just fine until your side's wiped. Right. So, I mean, it is, it's, it's been really helpful and I think it's going to continue to be really great now mm -hmm. that we're, we're working yeah. with these guys. But, um, yeah. we should talk about February 9th. We should talk about everything. We really should. We we really should. So we have on a January twentieth. Oh my god. Yeah. So right. Right. On. That's why I'm like before, back up. Yeah, right. Before we get into that, you gotta try another beer. Okay. You have to. Okay. You're, you're in it choice. now. I'm. Yeah. Okay. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. Do you? You're, you're deep yes. Now. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I won't give you a lot in case you don't like it. Thank you. This is this is very different than the last one. Okay. This is the uh, Summit Keller Pills. To beer boys. Yes, to beer boys. Let's <laughs> see how this one how this one goes. It's I'm a lot curious. different than the last one. I don't think I've ever seen Chelsea drink beer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this one's very peachy. Am I wrong? Am I right? It it, it does have a like a fruit forward yeah. kind of taste yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You alright? Cool. You good? <laughs> I'm good. I'll get through it. Do you want a spit okay. cup? No. Okay. <laughs> Just like a bucket. Yeah. Um Okay, so yeah, so as we mentioned before, we do have like a full year of programming lined up. Um, so Alex talked about Fefe, and the ninth, but on yeah, we actually 20th. had to like bring a cheat sheet just because there are so many different events going on. That <laughs> yeah, there really are. So I mean, right, like our season is dark, but it's actually <laughs> very bright. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our season's dark. Our future is bright. That should be its tagline. That should be the tagline. Yeah, that is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so on Saturday, January 20th at St. Stephen's Cathedral here in Wilkes-Barre, um, oh, our fabulous clarinetist Pascal Archer, who oh, yeah. is a total dear heart, um, along with violinist Emily Frederick and cellist Caleb Vanderschwag, um, and pianist Spencer Meyer are playing, um, Macy's Quartet for the End of Time, which is beautiful. Um, so that's going to be thrilling. Um, and so that's going to, again, be some more like traditional chamber music. But then in February, 
We totally switch gears. We're totally switching gears. And the Indigo Moon Brass Band, for those of you who don't know, is a fabulous brass band. Fabulous brass band. Sort of a New Orleans-style jazz yeah, brass band. Yeah, jazz, funk. My, so much fun. My favorite song that they play is um, Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Mm. With, like, you know, like a tuba and trombone it's just like, and trumpet. It's great. Like, and, yeah. You'll see them, like, they're always out on St. Patrick's Day in Scranton, yeah. like, basically playing in the street, like, yeah, out, like spilling sure. out of the bog. Like, they're, they're yeah. just a fun time. Like, it's a really yeah. good time. It's definitely, like, a party atmosphere. Right. And so that's going to be a Kappa. That's going to be, it's the, I always call it Kappa. It's the Creative, Creative. and Performing Arts Academy right. at EPA. But so that's in the Ritz building um, where Terra Preta is in the bottom. In, in downtown awesome, Scranton. Right, in downtown Scranton. There's awesome parking right across the street. Right. Awesome free parking right across exactly, the street. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure you get that in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, see, I mean, yeah. like in Scranton, that's invaluable. So right. So there is free parking. And, you know, there's going to be um, there's going to be food and drinks and all that. Mm-hmm. Tickets are only $25, and it's just going to be a really, really great right. time. And I've actually, I've been in that. Um, that space that is space cool. That space is so cool because it's, it's the old Ritz Theater. Right. And yeah. it's sort of this, like, round circular bar, and it's kind of like going back in time. It it's really, going to be it's, really it's, fun. it's almost like a speed. Like, it's the perfect yeah. place for them to play, though. It's perfect. It, they're sort of, It matches. Like, yeah. The atmosphere matches the music. Right. And the food's going to be awesome. Who's doing the food for that again? Is I, it Tara Prada? Is it I'm not Dean? sure who's, who's doing food, but I, I was... Hmm. I don't, I don't want to say anything on... on Facebook Live in case I'm wrong and I hurt people's feelings. So all right, then we <laughs> won't. Yeah, yeah. Better yeah. safe than sorry. Right. Um. But so then we have at WVIA in March we have a piccolo player, um, who is going to be playing, which I always just find really fascinating because you either play piccolo <laughs> really, really, really exceptionally well, <laughs> or like you shouldn't. you you know it's really easy to get like scratchy on it yeah so the the you will only hear exceptional (laughs) right right there is no mediocre right like it's either going to be really exceptional or like (laughs) (sighs) all right so um so that's exciting um and then wva is hosting a lot for us i know which yeah. is a, that's really like right. that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite it's, and spaces. It's a, and to it's hear. a great space. It's so perfect. Yeah, and then um, they always have really good food for us afterwards yeah, too. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, and it's a really nice date night. Like if you right. go to, you know, Pazzo or something before right. or after. Even though I've only ever done date night there with you. Well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. One day I'll get <laughs> it, Tim to go. It'll be the best date. Night. It'll be the best date night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's really that's really fun. It's a great location. It's between Wilkes-Barre and Scranton. Right. So it's accessible. It's it's a really right. good time and again it's a very intimate setting so it's very interactive right. um you go you know you're not just sitting there listening to music you're really hearing all about the artist and, and the relationship that you and it's teach. a shorter program it's it's only about like an hour hour nine or hours 60 no, yeah. or 90 minute program so it's mm. not you know going to drag on if you will so at the very least, if you don't like it, you're not there for a really long time. <laughs> if you're in pain and you hate it, right. and I can't stand this right. live music, then you can, right. you know. <laughs> right. We actually have um, our former cellist, Jeremy Lamb, coming back then um, later in the season. He's in March. And Jeremy used to always play um, Yoga on the Roof for us, which is one of our favorite fundraisers that we do. It was started yeah. by Jaya Yoga in Clark Summit. And um, that's always a great 
uh, event, and Jeremy used to be like the token cello player for that, and then he got swept up by um, another symphony because he's exceptionally talented. <laughs> but so he, when he found out where we were, he actually reached out to us and said, you know, I love you, I miss you, whatever I can do, what, but like whatever I can do, yeah. let me know. And we're like, great, come play. <laughs> so he's but doing... We have had so many people right. do just that, is reach out to us and be like, right. I want to, you know, I want to help you. And right. We just, we so appreciate right. that. Even like the Charleston Symphony has actually yeah. reached out to us and they've offered to help us put together some benefits because seven years ago, they were exactly where we are now. Um, where, again, like, I'm reading off of notes that I was, like, jotting down to make sure that yeah. I was prepared for this. But, again, it's not a death sentence. Like, I mean, right. you're just, you're I'm, so capable of, of right. coming back, and we're doing, you know, we're making all these, all right. these steps to make sure that we have a, a philharmonic that lasts for... Right. Like, Charleston has come forever, back. You know? Binghamton has come back. Right. Syracuse has come back. Yep. Um, you know, all of these orchestras, again, like I said, we don't have any special problems. No. We just have them a little bit later than everyone else did. Which, which is actually... Yeah. I mean, it tracks with Northeastern Pennsylvania that everything's a little bit later. I was, was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a five-year delay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course. Of but, course we're having this problem right. now. But at the same time, it means that we haven't had to reinvent the wheel. Right. You know, we've right. had... Can I curse on you? Absolutely. Okay. Like, we've had those oh shit moments. Mm. Of you, you, and yeah. every single one of us has had those moments where, we're like, what did we get ourselves into? Yeah, and then we get calls from other orchestras because the the um, orchestra community nationwide is actually very small, mm -hmm. um, and um, so we get these calls saying, you know, you guys are actually doing better than we were. <laughs> You know, because we hear about these orchestras who have millions of dollars of debt and came back, and we're, like, freaking out over, like, not even a tenth of that. Right. You know, we've got nowhere near right. the debt that all these orchestras have. Right. I think it's, I think part of it is that um, we've worked so closely with so many of these people that we just really care about it, too. Yeah, I mean, the mentorship, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate problem to have, but what makes us stronger is being able to lend that hand, you know, right. only, only to reach down to lift someone up. Right. And that's what we've been so fortunate to have from other orchestras all right. over the country. And, you know, we're taking that hand, we're taking that advice, we're right. taking the initiative. Right. And from that, you know, that's where this, this season came from. Right. Right. I mean, we had... Um, you know, the Pennsylvania Council on the Arts was so helpful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, we, I, I met with the head of that, Philip Horn, who has been very supportive of us. And he actually gave me, like, a stack of books that my husband pulled out for me today. He's like, by the way, you might want to reread read all of this. And I'm not even joking. He gave me, like, four books, and they're, like, all this tall. And I'm like... I can't reread all of it in right. the next, you know, hour right. and a half, but good thinking. Yeah. But you, but just again, <laughs> we've had nothing but support from Pennsylvania Council of the Arts, Lackawanna County Arts Program, um, all of our artistic partners here. Mm -hmm. You know, the Theater at North, Wyoming SEM, the Kirby Center, Cultural Center, Theater at Lackawanna, everyone has just been, how can we help you? Right. Not, oh, sorry, you're having a rough time. Catch yeah. you around. Right, and that's why, right. I mean, that's. I think that's really why we've been so forward about continuing the season and setting up all these events is that we're not fighting against the grain here. I think that, right. you know, people definitely do 
want this experience and want to have a Philharmonic. So, you know, yeah. and just to see that is so reassuring. Right. Even, um, you know, there was one Pops concert I just thought of that, you know, I went with my, my husband, my in-laws, and um, my father-in-law is a trombone player. And we're sitting at dinner before going over to the theater, and he goes, wait, so, like, what music are we hearing? We're hearing Latin music? Oh, like, who picked that? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Because, because again, not everything is for everyone. Right. And at intermission, he's like, man, this band is great. I love these guys. Mm -hmm. They're so great. You know, I'm so glad you guys could come with us. And I'm like... Wait, wait, we wait, wait. <laughs> wait we came idea. with you? And I was like, I thought you didn't want to see this. He's like, who, who told you that? <laughs> you know, you know, but just because yeah. you got so wrapped up in it that once you finally heard it, it's like, well, who wouldn't want to be listening? Who wouldn't want to be here right, right now? Right, right, right. You know, it's... It's that initial trying to get them in the door. That's, That's what it the biggest, is. That's the biggest challenge. Right. Well, whatever is walking away, like, oh, that was all right. Like, no, it's always right. really fantastic, right. you know? Right. Well, I feel but like there's a, a perception that there's... Everyone's there with like fur scarves or fur coats. Right, and right. The gloves on. Right. They're all with much, like the much spectacles, older. like looking. Yeah. Right, right. Very good. Indeed, good sir. It's like good show. Bravo. Soft clapping. Yeah. And that perception, like I think, totally kills it. Right. You know. So yeah, like, it can. Yeah. Can't, but we but get families like that, coming, right? like you can right. your kids, like right. you know. Right. What I mean, it's a great opportunity yeah. to expose your children to and to actually music and for all of our masterworks programs, um, children come free to yeah. all of our masterworks programs. So it's really mm. encouraged. I mean, it's not this stuffy atmosphere. Right. You can pretty much. I mean, you can people show up wearing whatever they want. Right. And, like you know, yeah. it's jeans and a sweater yeah, and whatever. And there are and people think... who show up in like very nice, delicate right. outfits. Sure. And then there are people who show up in like boat shoes and jeans, and they're like, "Yeah, like I got off work, but like we're I'm all here, here for yeah, the like, same thing." But that's right. really that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. that really is. Yeah, yeah like there's always a smoking section, like <laughs> during intermission of, you, you know. So it's yeah, nobody is putting on air. Right, right. We've even joked about like maybe we should get like a section roped off so we can have like a, t- a tweeting section <laughs> you know like you can bring your phone if you can, as long as you like live tweet during the concert about how great it was it's like i think yeah. that, that might be worthwhile to look into <laughs> well yeah. that that's a tough cookie to break into too is the uh the, the millennial crowd the teens and 20 somethings that kind yeah. of thing they might you know they're in that that middle ground where you know they might not understand that they're really gonna like this or that they know a lot of the music going in. I think that's another thing. Is mm-hmm. Classical music and, and, and orchestra music is used in so much media that is bombarded, you know, mm-hmm. in your face every day. I mean, I grew up with, you know, Looney Tunes. And yeah. so much of that was embedded in Looney Tunes that oh. if I were to go to a show like this, I'm always like, oh, yeah, I know that from this. But didn't you love it? Oh, I loved it. But of didn't course. you love it? Absolutely. So even, like, children, like, you, yeah. you just made the best point of this entire thing. Classical music was the backdrop of Looney Tunes. Exactly. You know, like, and, yeah. and like not, it's not so much so many right. movies and things too. Yeah, right. oh, you know, yeah. It, movies, commercials, it doesn't matter. It's right. everywhere around us. Right. We just don't ever get it in the level of concentration that we're offering. Right. You right. know, and that's it's classical so, and something else. It's right. never just the focus on the classical. It's almost like that's that like secondary. Right. It's right. the frame. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. You're going. Come on. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Did I see too that there's there's a um, 
I, I know it, it got canceled earlier this year. It was a uh, um, uh, video games live. Oh no, the Kirby the Kirby Center is and putting that. They're on. doing it again. Like they're they're bring, they're they're going to mm-hmm. they rescheduled it and yep, everything. The, the, now are, is the Philharmonic still involved in that? That is a Kirby Center project, not okay. a Philharmonic project. Okay. But that is going to be spectacular. We do have members who have been involved with that. That's what I'm, yes. I, the Philharm- some of the Philharmonic members will play with that. Right, but I'm it saying. is not a Philharmonic. Right, no, it's event. not a Philharmonic. But event, right, we will have. Our, our musicians there. playing in that, and which is another example of there's so many, right, so, so yeah. much great video game music as well. Right. And you know, video games are so popular now. They're now just they're they're making more money than a lot of movies are nowadays. Right, like right. Blockbuster movies are not doing what they should right. anymore in terms of box office. Right. So everybody's staying home now. You know, it's right. not it, it's much easier to just watch it. You know, streaming at home on right. Netflix than it is to go to the theater. But video games, you know, sell. So much, you know, yeah. mil- mil- uh, billions of dollars go into these games. They're big productions now, mm-hmm. uh, very yeah. movie-like, and they need scores and everything else. Just right, like, yeah. They, you know, they have any, bigger any budgets movie. for it than, right. you know, they sure. really do. Yeah, right. they have uh, voice actors and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and uh, you know, full storylines and everything, right. too. So I, I think people kind of, uh, when we're talking about media <laughs> and everything, they, they don't think about video games. But in reality, right. it is actually not only big business, but... A lot of that music is in there as well, right. especially these big epics now. Right. You know, they have these war epics and, you know, things like Halo and everything mm-hmm. else that have yeah. all this great music right. in it. And people don't think about that, that right. part of it. Right, know? like someone actually sat down and composed that and brought in professional musicians to play those pieces. Right, exactly. You know? And they take they take it for granted. And, it's, you know, same with, uh, you know, any any big blockbuster movies uh, that you've seen right. in the past year. Or like how like bored would Jaws be without... Duh. That's the other thing. Like, you know, <laughs> take, like, take that music out of those movies and you're like, oh, this is... Right, your first you know, shot of like Hogwarts get... doesn't feel as special yeah, without yeah. that fluty overtone. There, right, there are a lot right. of movies that have been saved by the music. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Star Wars being one of them, especially yeah. the original original film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there were when they were screening original uh, cuts of the movie. Like, uh, this is not, <laughs> you know. And then the editors came in and they added the music and everything. And like, okay, now, yeah, yeah. now, right. we, now we get it. Right. Because it gives you it, yeah. feeling. Right? Yeah, right. You know, say, same with Jaws. Very, yeah. very important to the actual right. buildup right. of the tension and everything right. that's going on there. Especially, you know, it covers up that bad acting, really. Those laugh tracks. Yeah. So much better than a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with, sure. like, the legs floating through. Like, oh, they're, yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah, this, totally necessary yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know I, and I, I think uh, the issues that you guys have come across in the past year uh, speak to uh, a general problem uh, across the country with arts funding being yeah. in danger uh, you know people say you shouldn't get political but I think there's no better time to get political <laughs> than when it comes to the things yeah. that you care about and you know it's very clear that uh, Donald Trump's budget and uh, the Republican budget Cuts in the arts funding uh, dramatically, mm-hmm. and right. the things that's that not fake proposing. news. That's facts. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. They can, they, he can. He can say that all he wants. Right. And but, that's that's fine. You know? And I and, and the thing is, is is people don't see that uh, because they're they're maybe so focused on on national politics, they might not mention local politics as right. well. We For saw sure. the same thing kind of subtly happen, and you know we reported on it. A lot of people may have missed it, but Lackawanna County was kind of 
on that border too. Oh yeah, right. Very that big was way. two two years yeah, ago. Two years they ago, almost like cut the artistic block. funding, but at the same time, like Luzerne County doesn't even have arts funding. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now, so and, and Lackawanna has been very good <coughs> with that kind of stuff. And uh, but then you, you had uh, a Republican come in the past year, uh, Lauren uh, Lauren Cummings. Lauren Cummings, yeah. Uh, who uh, she kind of uh, she did it in a very subtle way and. Uh, I, I, she's one of these politicians, and there's a million of them, uh, Trump included, who think they're smart, but they're really not. And, uh, you know, she's like, well, I just want to be able to review the funding and see what these projects are before. And it's like, well, that's already done. Uh, you right, know, that's why we have boards. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> right. they, they already have, a, they the have an arts department that comes in and reviews the yeah. projects yeah. and then doles out the funding. What she was trying to say was... I want to be in charge of that so I can say, well, I don't like this person and I don't like that person and I think that this person's a little too liberal for me so they're not going to get any arts funding this year and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I think she she would slowly gut it just like a lot of these uh, politicians you, do. You know what? I'm, I'm not sure that would happen in Lackawanna County. Not just not because... As, not as so much danger right just, now. Just because so many people... But would the that, fact right. that she even tried is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you know what, but the, you know, I was talking to Chelsea, and it was right before I joined the board, and I was like, you know, I joined the board pretty much as, like, the In day that we mode. announced yeah. uh, that, you know, the, that we were going to go dark for the season, right. um, and it was an honor to be invited at that time, truly. And um, I was like, yeah, absolutely, but yeah. I was like, so Chelsea, like, what are you, what are you telling people? <laughs> and I'm like, what, do, what am what I What line did I give yeah, you? Like, sure. And you were like, I just tell people, like, well... It's the arts, you know? and it's and true. It's like, though it's kind of like enough said, like, right? Well, like yeah, it we're it's the right. arts, like because it's being cut all the time. It's under yeah. threat all right. the time. Not only that, ever since That's I joined the is. board, people have been like, oh, like how's the Philharmonic like, doing? What's going on? Yeah, and it's, but like, it's like it, it's struggling true. like every other right. arts organization in our country always, right? Sure. Because I mean, it's it, you know, it's something that's not seen as uh, necessary, necessary or functional. But or at the same time, apparently, neither are roads. So right. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's look right. at how those yeah. are maintained. Yeah, and that's yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but, crazy. You know, but like we we had a, a couple of weeks ago, and we had uh, Ryan Nat on the show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Know, and uh, there we, we talked about how. Uh, really, uh, art has had such a positive impact, especially on, on, on a city like Scranton, mm. economically. Yeah, and that's something that people don't take into account. They don't right. realize that, well, yeah, people are coming into the city, they're yeah. spending money because they're here for art. Right. Because they're here for a band, because they're here exactly. for an artist. Right. Because they're they're going to First Friday, mm -hmm, they're maybe right. hitting some stores that uh, are small businesses that never would have gotten that traffic mm -hmm. otherwise if it wasn't for First Friday. Arts right. change entire <coughs> communities, cities. I mean, and quickly. It really, you know, it, it doesn't take all that long. Um, you know, I know Ryan with you know the mural project that's going on. You know, I always think of like the Winwood District in Miami. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm which was basically, like, uninhabitable. <laughs> you know, like, it was where you didn't go yeah. Yeah. in Miami. And then all of a sudden, you know, some great people came in and said, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of blank space here. There's yeah. a lot to work with. And all of a sudden, it's, like, the hottest place to be. You know, you can just look at Art Basel, which just happened last week, and where was everything really going down? Wynwood. You know, yeah. it was, like, where everybody was, like, shopping and partying and hanging mm -hmm. out, and, like, that was the place to be where couple years ago like five six years ago like you really right mm, yeah you wouldn't go right but you know? it's just like and if you want but the economic, tourism is crazy yeah right? you want economic development to come in well then you need to give people something more to do than just work so right. you need to have the arts here yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. you know if we don't have you the need to arts give people a reason to stay right you know? 
Right. And have people come in and drill oil and leave, but like, right. you know, like what, what makes people stay? Right. It's, you know, right. it's entertainment, it's arts, it's engagement with other people, it's right. like-minded people. It's And same thing with even, even like our park system, you know, yeah. things like that. You know, it's all necessary. Yeah. We're so much more than just like, you know, working and going home and, you know, like money right. and folk, you know, capitalism. You, you have to like, you have to enjoy right. your life. Like right. you have to have some. You like need to care arts, for your soul. The arts isn't going to yeah. hurt you. Like it's going to life. Like right. nothing's going to be like, oh, mm, the mm. music. Like, uh, yeah. That, 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 you know, that yeah. sculpture is like, oh, you right. know, like it's like you're only going to probably have like at worst an experience where you're like, that wasn't my favorite thing. Right, right. <laughs> and then you're going to be unharmed. Right, exactly. It's like more you than will I can leave, say for anything else you in this world right now. You will leave unscathed. You won't have to talk to your therapist about it. Like, right. <laughs> so much better than just your normal day. Right, right. You probably won't have to like pop a Valium or anything. Like, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're and when you think about how little money it costs people, like, uh, you know, people's, oh, well, you know, you spend millions of dollars on federal arts funding or, or, or whatever, and it's like, yeah, but it works out to what? A couple of dollars a person at oh, that? Oh, my gosh. Sometimes if it's that. only if it's, yeah, cents. Yeah. cents. Cents. Yeah, like, you know? So yeah. in, in the long Especially run, for it, the value that it's providing. It, right. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. I think people are so worried about costs and they see big numbers and things like that. Right. You know, meanwhile, these same people can't balance a budget. Right. <laughs> right. And in right our case, else, with the Philharmonic, we're only, at, like, our top ticket is $72. Right. Top ticket. That's such, yeah. Like, that is the most expensive ticket we have. Which like your, your average uh, arena show nowadays. Right. Uh, right. You know, right. How many? How much? How right. how expensive is a Taylor Swift ticket? Right. Exactly. You know. Priceless. Priceless. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh God. I'd uh, bet my reputation on it. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. So what are what are your biggest challenges going forward now? Uh, now that you have an idea of where you're going mm-hmm. and what the issues are and things like that, now that you've worked it out, where are you headed now at this point? What 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 do you think you might face coming in? I think the biggest challenge for us right now is just PR, mm-hmm. just reminding people that like we are here, we are staying relevant, and also just reminding them that. None of this happens without the community support. Mm. You know, um, and we are very fortunate. Um, Cole Creative is actually setting up for us a fundraising page on Facebook that should begin accepting donations within the next two weeks. So you can, you know, do a donation drive for your birthday or, you know, for Friday because it's a great day. Why not? Um, But so we're trying to get more engaged with the community because that's who we're doing this for. That's who we want to engage with. And we're just hoping that the community will continue to engage with us. So right. our biggest challenge is just staying in front uh, of everything and making sure that um, people know that we're here, that we're relevant. Um, and that we're not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's decided. Yeah. You know, it's, it's done. You know, we're yeah. just going to keep moving forward. We've had great support at these events and these right. fundraisers throughout this year. And right. it's, it's actually, you know, it's done so much good for us to really take a look and, and take a temperature yeah. on where is our support at? What do right. people like? You know, it's almost nice to have, 
you know, the pressure's on, but the pressure, you know, we can look at everything through a different lens now. Right. And really sort of do, you know, take this year as a, as a market study. Right. And as, you know, to see see where we right. lie in the community. And I think that that's really, it's such a beneficial year of right. growth for us more than anything. Right. And I mean, we've had some really hard conversations. We've had some really long meetings. Yeah. Um, we've had some big, you know, debates go on. And um, now we're sort of, set, like, the the woods are clearing, you know. There's a path that's coming out in front of us that's becoming more and more clear yeah. and um, more and more exciting. Right. I feel like we're through the worst of it. You know. Oh I yeah. Think, I think I think committing and, and knowing that you know your yeah. sponsors are behind you. Yeah. Like we're past the darkest part of the night. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. In in terms of uh, you know getting the word out, I I think you know one problem that that we always face as a publication too is people are tend to like to share negative news more than positive news. Oh, yeah. You know, so when the Philharmonic made this announcement, I mm -hmm. swear it was immediately. I saw mm -hmm. it all over, I, I saw it all over social media, yep. mm -hmm. constantly people sharing it and talking about it and whatever, and it's like, I have never seen so many people talk about the Philharmonic. <laughs> right? Of going away. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, I got so angry. Dead. I was yeah, just like was looking so at Facebook. I'm like, I'm like Okay, so where You're was like, all this when you know, know you they were, were doing all these other great yeah, shows? Right. And especially, you know, you know, I mean, the best and worst part about it was like, no, not the, with so many people bemoaning the yes. fact. You're exactly. like, oh, such a shame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, wait, first of all. Right. <laughs> right. right. If it's we're such not, a shame, then come back. back from, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or just yeah. that, that comment yeah. like, Oh, uh, just another uh, NEPA thing got you know gone or yes, yeah, they, like, and um, they love to they love yeah, to say we're that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. get out your violin. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's And but, I don't know, no, maybe, maybe that's that's the culture now. Everyone likes to say R.A.P. You know, insert celebrity here that died this week. <laughs> that is, you know, yeah, like, it that is. That we just we like to we like to constantly memorialize things that. <laughs> That's we didn't. So we didn't seem to care about right. too much, you know, ten minutes ago. Right. You know, it's like, like when it. Tom Sawyer faked his own death. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, you're digging deep in the lyrics. See, I like that because I have an English degree. So there we go. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, how sad it's this nice Becky. Like, right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I'm over here like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <No>. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Becky with the big hair. I love that song. I love yeah. that song. Yeah. 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 Becky with the good hair. You yeah. Like that was she. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, and but I mean, that's also great. It's kind of nice here. It's like, oh, you miss us, do you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and Ooh, I think. come back in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah no, you know, like, no, no, no. The like, assholes who don't even know you're there are the ones that are bitching about it. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, and they're the yeah. ones who are saying, like, oh, there's never anything to do in this area. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the word. That's the it's, oldest line in the book. Like, it's like, no, you're lazy. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you you must be sitting in a box yeah. somewhere. I have too right. much to do in this area. Way too much Way to too do. much. Yeah. 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 We, we do want to, uh, we, we do have a, a viewer question. Uh, from some Timothy Rixner. Ah, uh, who could that, who could that yeah. be? I, I mean, I don't know if I really want to give this bum the time of day. But okay. I, I will. Yeah, well, let's see what he has. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what he says. So uh, he says uh, the Philharmonic performs at a few different venues. Uh, what are uh, Chelsea and Alex's uh, favorite venues for the Philharmonic? Well, I know yours. WBIA? Are you are you trying to get me to do a sem plug? I'm trying to get you to do a plug. <laughs> well, I mean, the 
Kirby Center for Creative Arts is a spectacular venue. Yes. And um, I'm, I'm actually the theater manager and performing arts yeah. marketing at Ooh. the Kirby Center for Creative Arts. And I do love a concert yeah. in there. I absolutely yeah. do. Um, and it's, and it's, I will say that is actually... Um, our viewer's favorite it performance is. space. That's mm. his his favorite space is. Oh, is oh yeah, yeah, yeah is really just, SM. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. He went it to the first concert there without theater. me, and he came home and he was just like that theater, that theater, that theater. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. I think, yeah, and especially if you really know a lot about music, like Tim does, yeah. you can tell how acoust like acoustically brilliant right. that space mm. is, and it's really like for a music love. Like Tim is so much right. more advanced than I am in terms of music appreci appreciation, but, um, you know, it, it is a fabulous space. I yeah. really do. I, I love the Kirby Center for Green yeah. Words with all my heart. I really do. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. But then, um, but close then, second. But close second, I mean, really, WVIA. I just, there's something about that space that I yeah. just, it's so special. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's just so close. For me, I think it's the theater at North. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I grew up seeing different concerts there and growing up with the Choral Society, like, singing on that stage also. That's really cool. That, like, yeah. for me, it's, like, so sentimental to yeah, go back there. And, like, I just, you just walk into this beautiful building and <laughs> I, I, lo I love it it's there. A, it's a great room. It is. Yeah, it really is. It and, is. like, it's not a massive theater, but it has great acoustics mm -hmm. and... You know, I yeah. So I think that that might be my favorite theater. Cool. Now, is there uh, is there anything else we want to get in before we uh, we wrap up with the final word? You guys have to drink this beer, though. I don't. Oh. I, I don't sour? know if you do. Well, it's I just, sour. I just had a sip of it, and I I really like it. At first, I was like, wow, this is really strange. It, it's got something in it, doesn't it? Like a like hot roof, like a pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you always put rupees in yeah. it. I mean, I'm talking about something different. You, you gotta try. Well, that's good to get you. This couch is really comfy, so I'll just <laughs> yeah. Let me let me have some of your roofie here. Yeah. yeah, we'll find this, out in about five minutes. This is it was. Right. See, I'm not a big I'll, fan of sours, I'll try, I'll try but I just keep beer. trying them because I want well, the to like, like them it's, so it's, badly. It's like it's like a sour, but then it's not. It's weird. <gasps> and this is the pizza boy one. I feel like I had this. This is the pizza. Very good. Pizza boy Trodak. I actually had to look it up. No. This is really strange. That's. Wait for it though. Wait. That oh yeah, aftertaste. that's hot. Yeah, isn't that's it? That's nice though. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like I like a spicy cocktail. Yeah. So like I'm all about this. Yeah, you, like you love a Negroni. See, oh I, oh I, yeah. Well yeah. yeah. Or like a like jalapeno yeah. thing. Yeah. You know yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. At first I was like, this is no, this is real good. <laughs> the heat hit. No, the wow, heat this is, is great. great. This is this should be good. <laughs> That, that? Wow. Beer Boys, three for three. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, Very no, impressive. Let's go two for three. Let's go yeah. two for three. Yeah. That, that middle one you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. not about, yeah. 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 I We're too, learning, though. To be fair, right, I was right. We're learning about our taste. Right. Like, right now, I have doubled the amount of beer that I like tonight. There you go. I have now doubled the amount of beer that I like. That's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my contribution to this podcast. That's you're really wonderful. a great contribution. Yeah. And a dead iPad. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that we should this touch has been on so much or? fun yeah. thank you for having us this is Absolutely. like yeah. this is just such a great platform to come on and talk about something yeah. that we love so much and right. help everyone else you know well, love so much and we're so excited for 1819 I know gonna it's going to be amazing great. Yeah, yeah it really is it really really is I'm, I'm excited for everyone to experience it right right yeah. 
And oh, one last thing that I know that was a question uh, when you were posting about this on Facebook at first was, you know, what does our future look like without our esteemed maestro Larry Lowe? Yes. Um, so the timing of everything was seriously happenstance. I think we knew for a few years, actually, that Larry had been looking because um, uh, hiring a conductor takes years, not like weeks. Mm-hmm. Um so this was a process that he had started well before we got to this point. Mm. Um, and the timing just sort of coincided. And once we realized that, you know what, we are here and we are going to keep being here. Um, it, first of all, we have an amazing assistant conductor, Melise Brunet. And she's, stick, yeah, and she's sticking around mm-hmm. with us. Um, but with all of the reinventing we get to do, it's sort of a really exciting time to get to reinvent ourselves with someone new. Yeah, it's really, um, it's it's like bad timing, but it's also good timing. Right. I mean, you like, kind of like... First of all, everyone loves Larry. As they and, should, yeah, because as, he's absolutely incredible. Right. But also, I, I think that we should talk about that that's a really common thing within the industry oh, and absolutely. The, the profession as a conductor. Yeah. You move around. Right. Like mm-hmm. my friend's father, you know, has gone everywhere from... Dallas to Amsterdam yeah. to New York, like like you yeah. know, Jacques Van Zweden's been everywhere. Everywhere. So right. I mean, that's something that you know you have to take into consideration. It's not like oh, he's leaving because we're not doing well. Right. No, it's totally part. Right. Of that. It's totally part of the gig. Right. I think know? I think Larry is now onto his fourth or fifth right orchestra as artistic director, hmm. and he is a young, incredibly talented conductor. So, I mean, this is not unheard of. It's actually unheard of for him to have been with us for 11 seasons, 12 seasons. Yeah, he was there a long time. That's a long long tenure. So Mm -hmm. we're just so lucky that we had him for so long. Exactly. And that during this time when we need to reinvent ourselves, we get to do it in a new way with a new person. So it's sort of an interesting opportunity that we have. So are you having people fill in in the meantime, or are you going to find somebody permanent before you really get So we do have a plan in place. I'm just not sure I should speak to it yet. Um, But it's definitely something that's been in the works since um, May. Okay. April, May. A long long enough, May, the beginning of May. Yeah. was when we first started talking about this. Needless mm-hmm. to say, we'll certainly have an absolutely fantastic person right. in place ready for the right. 18-19 season. Right. Um, you know, I think that there's, I'm sure that there's a number of really wonderful candidates. Right. You know, you're far more involved in that process. Right. There but. there was never, when Larry announced that he was leaving, there was never a moment of panic of, oh, dear, good. That, that was Do not I, one of our oh, shit moments yeah. when Larry announced <laughs> that he was leaving. Luck, but that's not one but of them. That yeah. was not one of them. That no. was, you know, we were, of course heartbroken to see him go but also sure. just so excited for him yeah um he's been so wonderful right i mean he's been so generous with the philharmonic he has made this his home you know i mean like i'll miss his kids yeah, like his, his wife family. jen like i love his wife she's amazing yeah, um, and he's so he's such a charismatic right. conductor too right you know, he really he's, right he's so you know talk about marketing you know, what a yeah. great, he's been so wonderful for us. And there have been moments where, it's not always the case. you know, our marketing people have said, you know, um, hey, here's what we want to do. We know it's a crazy idea. He's like, but wait, I can make it crazier. <laughs> you know, like, like he's like, always, right. like, yeah. he's, he always is willing to go beyond for us, yeah. which has been amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I'll miss him immensely. Yeah. I think we all will. Absolutely. But I'm really excited to see where we get to go next. 
Season is dark, future is bright. There we go. That's the night of the. That's, that's, that's the best. I can't believe like, I, you came up. With I know. That. I, I feel. I'm, I wow, think it's. Really I think smooth. it's the beer. I think it's the it beer. Is, it's, it's definitely the beer. The beer. It definitely See? is. Yeah. It is. That's my, best, my best and worst ideas come from. <laughs> Are both in the bathroom? Because uh, like best ideas usually happen in the bathroom too. I'm just yeah. saying. Bathroom, in which sense though? Like. Where where at? We don't we don't need to we don't need to get into the nitty gritty <laughs> well, of that. Good. Why do we have to go there? We're not strategic. Why why can't you just yeah? Because there's like three rooms. So, well, no, there's college there. kids. No, no, no. There's I mean I was just thinking Are they? different things. I wasn't. No, no. I had friends who did. They like take a shower and have oh, a beer. Shower beers oh, shower beer. Oh, shower beer is yeah. a great beer. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't be looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, when you kind of moved it into the bathroom, I was just thinking like three different areas in the bathroom, not including beer. Right. Shower beer. I don't even, like, until tonight, I didn't even drink beer, and the first place I went to was shower beer. Aren't you oh, excited yeah. to have a shower beer now? Like, this is something you can enjoy. I know, yeah. but I think all I it's have It's like you've been to your first chamber concert. I know, I know, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Except I think at home, all I have is, like, stale yingling. Oh, God. So, <laughs> don't drink that. Yeah. I'll have to go down to uh, a Beer Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ryan Nat's uh, ear must have been ringing. He said, <laughs> I'll, I'll direct the band. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, God. That's just what we all yeah. need. <laughs> But I want to thank you guys for coming on the show because uh, <clears throat> there's there's times that we've been doing this since like March. Yes. That I may not have been like as pumped about each guest, but then I leave there. But going, then you get into I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. Like so. Hey, not thanks. saying that this was a moment here. So you weren't excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to expect here. No. I mean, yeah, yeah, I hear you. No. Yeah. But, but that's so. that's another like that common misconception that people are right. like, oh, it's gonna be like right. crusty and weird and like right. boring. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. See, like, I, I could have worn my shirt. You could have. Yeah. Like we have a friend shirt. who's a professional shirt. truck driver. Yeah. And he works for a big company, and like he loves going to the Philharmonic. Oh, he, he like, <laughs> like day, yeah, yeah, Dave like it. It, like his wife will text me being like, "Hey, I need to get tickets." I'm like, "Great, like I'll like here's what you gotta do." All and walks of life. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I can come. Oh no, what was that? Jeans and a. Totally, you could come like that. Oh yeah, you could we totally come like that. As you are. Well, I mean, I wear a suit and tie every day to work. I don't want to go to. the... <laughs> Throw off the, put, put the put the tie around the hat. Just don't forget that top hat. That you yeah, and the cane. To have. Yeah. All right. All right. Because then you can just stomp out your appreciation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like I like that. I, like, I think that they should just hand those out. I know. <laughs> Especially if they do like a Gary Cooper night. Oh, God. We should do a Gary Cooper night. Let's set it up. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. That's great. I love it. All right. So uh, I'm done. That's, that's <laughs> everything. I, should I tell a story really quick, or should I save it for next episode? What do you think? Well, I mean, at, at that point, it's way old, so you better do it now. Yeah, I get, if, you if you don't do it now, you to, can't do it. Yeah, all right. So, uh, real quick, uh, long story short, for our last word tonight, uh, a lot of people uh, have probably seen if you if you you know read the site and you follow us on social media, you probably saw it spammed a hundred times that we were doing uh, a fundraiser. Uh, which uh, our fans surprised me on my birthday and said we would love to put on a fundraiser as a thank you for the last three years of working for us for free and doing all this stuff to to help promote us. We want to help you in some way or another. Uh, So Jess Mione, who we've had on the show before, was kind of at the the forefront of that, and a whole bunch of the open mic performers that we've had over the past three years got together and, and put together a benefit at the Backyard Ale House. Now, uh, Backyard apparently uh, was ill-prepared for what uh, we had in store, which 
was not anything I thought that was that was that crazy, but uh, they are just not used to doing these types of events, and uh, there was a lot of miscommunication between uh, Jess and the, uh, the the venue itself, you know, the, the event planner there. So uh, there was a miscommunication about how long we would be there and what the, the entertainment was and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I know I'm building this up like we had, you know, uh, strippers or something, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, topless lady burst out of a cake or something like that, but that was, that was not the case. So uh, we all got, we, the, the event ended up getting shut down because of a dick joke. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot, cannot make that up. So, uh, so, so uh, we thought that we were supposed to be there till 11. They thought we were going to get out of there by 9. So that was, that was the first thing. Then we got there and found out, oh, yeah, there's a band going to play outside. So then we started competing with a band that was also playing in the other room because they double booked. Then we found out they triple booked, and there was a 21 uh, part, uh, 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 20, uh, 21st birthday party. Oh, it's a three-ring circus. Yeah, yeah. So they <laughs> okay. all came in, and they're like, well, we're not paying a cover. We don't even know what this is, you know? So they're all, you know, in the back trying to have their birthday party, and we're like, oh, my God. Like, we're competing with 20 different things trying to, trying to do this event. So, uh, so then uh, the comedians got on, and the comedians, as you, you know, if you've been to our events or if you've gone to any of the open mic events or if you've seen the, the live stream, they get a little dirty sometimes, and they tell some, some dirty jokes. And uh, uh, Russell Austin, who uh, you know, I will plug because he was, he was watching earlier. Is he the devil? <laughs> he, he's, he he's watching right now. Was uh, he Satan, though? He commented uh, Cluster Fudge, which, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> So, so he, he, he does uh, his, his famous joke uh, about, uh, about dicks. And uh, essentially, that was too much for these people. They were like, nope, shut it down, that's yep, it. You can't talk like, about the sporting goods store no. here. And it's like, well, to me, that was kind of funny because... <laughs> That's too far. I, I no, slay myself. No, no I balls and jerseys here. Yeah, yeah. No, no product placement. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's out of line. Get out of here. Which is really funny because you know when all, when all the bros come over from levels to to have a few drinks, I'm sure they're telling war, way worse jokes than than anything that uh, that Russell said. But I digress. So uh, they said, "All right, we gotta you know, you, you gotta you gotta pack it up or whatever." Now, thankfully, uh, Jen, uh, uh, who's the owner of the Keys, happened to be there. It was like her one night off, and she decided to come out and support us, which was really cool. And she's like, I, I can't believe this is happening. Why don't we all just take the, like, pack up all our stuff and go over the Keys, which was right down the road. So we're like, all right, great. So we grabbed all our raffle items and our performers and everything else, and we finished the night over there. So it was, it was a little... Crazy and chaotic, but uh, Jen came to the rescue and, and saved us that night. So that was that was awesome, and we got a few more people to give to the raffle uh, because of that. So the night was kind of we were starting on a bad note to begin with because of all the snow uh, that really kept people out. Like downtown was a ghost town; nobody came out for mm -hmm. anything. It wasn't just us; it was every venue in downtown was empty. So uh, it was a, it was a tough night to begin with, and then we had to contend with that. So snow. <laughs> We, we still we still made a few bucks and uh, we all had a fantastic time. Everybody, you know, I think left uh, smiling and, and was pretty happy. You know, myself included. So good. Uh, so it was it was a good night overall. But obviously, you know, we didn't have a, a specific goal in mind or anything like that. 
but we love to to have have gotten a few more people out a lot of people who wanted to come just weren't going to come because of the snow and that's fair because there were parts of 81 that were shut down completely because yeah, it was people, it was a mess yeah a people were driving off the road oh was, yeah there was accidents all over i was driving back from new york that day and it was like 380 was like i was like white mm. on saturday the whole time yeah i was drinking on a yacht <laughs> oh, 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 Chelsea lives a really these, hard life. These still harmonic people, you know. Maybe you should yeah, donate way to more. Jesus. Okay, it wasn't my. Way to, way to kill the whole vibe here. Right? Jesus yeah. Christ! I was hanging out in Newport right. Beach. Um, right. We need your support. I'm on a yacht. <laughs> So. I'm okay. just saying, there was no down. snow. It was yeah, like 80 talking. degrees. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I told you to stop. Shh. Shh. We're all here like, goddamn snow. Like, I, I almost crashed degrees. my car. I was on a yacht. All, yeah. right. all right. Okay. <laughs> Enough for you. Shut it down before she gets Shut it yeah. down. There's me from Skin body. Yes. <laughs> so in other words, if, if you missed your chance, please come out this Tuesday. Uh, we really want to pack the V-spot on Tuesday for the final showcase. It's going to be great. There's 13 original acts, uh, not only from northeastern Pennsylvania, but one from Jamaica, if you can believe it. Yeah, uh, uh, two, two guys from Jamaica, like, like straight off the boat, the thick accents and everything. They completely <laughs> blew away our audience. Like really, really great stuff. Uh, awesome, awesome uh, music. I don't know why that's why is it so funny. They're, they were li like literally. The people from here had never seen someone from Jamaica. I mean, they were probably just. Oh yeah, the, the, like the in, in, on, on a Tuesday night in a bar in Scranton, like people yeah. were I guess just that like, is, "What that is, is this?" That is weird. Yeah, yeah it was so yeah. strange. Uh, you know, I still I love to get their story, and I will on Tuesday because I, I love to figure out why. Like I'm like, you guys didn't come here for this, did you? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, no, no. Okay, all right. Thank thank God because that would be really weird. From they, Jamaica. That's yeah, like, they came from Jamaica like, Holy for fuck. an open mic at, at, at a bar. In Scranton, that would be pretty crazy, but awesome. they're real, yeah, really, really impressive. But there's so there's so many good acts uh, from right here in northeastern Pennsylvania. So please come out on Tuesday and uh, and show your support, uh, not only for them, uh, but for us as well. And uh, and that's 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 the whole. But thing. how funny would it have been if, like, let's say someone was in Jamaica with an NPA <laughs> scene T-shirt on, right? <laughs> let me say, let me paint a picture. Right. We're walking through on the beach playing volleyball. Someone and they saw the shirt. That's and like, what is that? Know. And they say, well, this is awesome open mic night thing. It's blah, blah blah. Fuck, we gotta go. And they just yeah, they just got on yeah, a plane and, and flew. Their boat, <laughs> the boat, or boat, the boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But uh, the, and the other thing I should mention too is that uh, Backyard did reach out to us like literally hours after the fact, apologized, said that they handled it completely wrong, admitted complete fault of everything that happened and transpired that night and the way they handled it and they offered us a, a substantial donation uh, oh, to make that's up awesome. for that's it. wonderful that's really so great. uh so i don't want people to come away from this like oh screw those guys and never go there or anything like that we're not in the business of crapping on any local business around here but especially those guys you know i I've, i go there to eat all the time so i would never uh, uh you know shit on them or anything like that but they're they're really nice people and they, they did make up for it so uh, you know, apology accepted and all that, but it was it was a crazy night. Shit happens. Yeah, it does. It does. So uh, obviously, if we do it again, it will probably be at the keys. So uh, let's do it again. 
So thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you for uh, uh, your questions and, and uh, thank, thank you to our guests for, uh, for being Thanks on. For thank you for having us. This was night. a lot of fun. Inform yeah. Fun and informative. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Cool. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.